Well, Merry Christmas. It is good to see all of you out there. I want to welcome you to our annual uh, Christmas Eve gathering. My name is Keith. If you haven't met me, I'm the lead pastor here. We want to welcome you here to North Bullet Christian Church. We also uh, welcome our family that has joined us on Facebook Live this evening. Uh, we gather together tonight uh, to celebrate the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, for those of you who have kept pace with our current Christmas series, The Coming King, uh, we focused on the names of the prophesied Christ in Isaiah 9, 6 to 7. And we, we read from this text this evening, focusing on the last name in Isaiah of Prince of Peace. And if you want to follow along, it should be on the screen up here. Verse 6 and 7 says this, For to us a child is born. To us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. This is the word of the Lord. 2020. <laughs> Every time I look uh, to my iPhone, a new CNN or Fox News update is plastered on my home screen with headlines like, Doctor warns of more allergic reactions due to the vaccine. There are not enough pharmacies in certain communities to get the vaccine out. Uh, opinion headlines, politicians should get the vaccine first. Why are politicians getting the vaccine first? Politicians pass stimulus bill, or the stimulus bill is a sham on the American people, or the stimulus bill needs to be more, it needs to be less, there needs to be none. Lockdowns will save lives. Lockdowns cause depression and are spiking suicides. What do all these headlines have in common? The bad news. Bad news. Bad news. This evening we have arrived at a special date. The eve of the most a wonderful celebration of the year. We can hear Andy Williams singing in the background. It's the most wonderful time of the year, right? To the constant barrage of bad news, I bring to you tonight, church, good news. Good news. The Savior has been born. Jesus is Prince of Peace. Jesus is... Prince of Peace. Over the past three weeks, we have looked at Jesus as our wonderful counselor. His plans are perfect. We've come into contact with Jesus, mighty God or God powerful. He is powerfully able to execute his perfect plan. And just this past Sunday, we engaged with Jesus, everlasting Father. We learn that as our king, our God is a relational God. He is like a patient, compassionate, and compelling father. And his kingly reign will go on forever. We referred to Jesus this past Sunday as Father Forever. 
And this evening, we look to Jesus, Prince of Peace. A few short points for this evening, because I know Christmas Eve dinner is awaiting and traditions are, are waiting in the balance at home. Number one, the prince has come. The prince has come. The administrator of peace has arrived, and we witness his incarnation, that is, God taking on human flesh in Luke chapter 2, if you want to look to the screens, Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 7. God's word says this, in those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Canarius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to to Judea, to the city of David, which was called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child, and while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. Just so happened that the time came while they were in Bethlehem for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. We know that that child is Jesus Christ. The prince has come, unassuming, birthed in Bethlehem as foretold by the prophet Micah some 700 plus years before the earthly arrival of Jesus. The promised prince from the lineage of King David, the prince has come. It is the reason that this time of year is so special as we remember and celebrate the emergence of the King of Peace. The King that would come to bring about peace through His perfection. Not only has the King come, but He has also brought about peace to a broken, sin-stained world. You see, but this word peace, it doesn't capture what Jesus has accomplished. We're not just talking about peace and quiet, kind of that month or so after 4th of July here. One of the things that was shocking to me in in moving to this area of the country just about a year and a half ago was that uh, unlike my desert home on the West Coast, you're allowed to shoot off gigantic fireworks or dynamite basically here in Kentucky. And that celebration seems to go on for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks afterwards until you come to a moment now where either everybody's run out of money or we've distanced ourselves uh, far enough away from the 4th of July that there are no more uh, fireworks to be blown off. We're not talking about that time then of where you realize, oh, peace and quiet at 10 o'clock at night. That's not the type of peace we're talking about. We're not talking about a treaty to withdraw our army, but we are talking about a peace that is far greater than those things and far more encompassing than peace as we understand it. Jesus is the Prince of 
as the Jews would say, shalom. That is the word, the original word, shalom. Shalom is the word. Drawing from the writings of one of my favorite pastors, uh, Tim Keller, shalom was prophesied. The prophecy has been before us over the past three weeks. And wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father has little meaning if this coming King does not bring about shalom. Or more specifically, these two things, wholeness and well-being. Jesus brings about wholeness in His creation and well-being to His people. He comes bringing the end to the hostility of our war with God. Romans 5 reminds us that we were God's enemies, and yet He sent His one and only Son to save us and live for us and reconcile us in order that He would usher in a kingdom of shalom, of wholeness and well-being, of peace. And this has been accomplished through the perfect life, death, and resurrection of King Jesus. We can't leave it at the manger in Bethlehem, but we must look to the cross on the hill called Golgotha. It is there that the price was paid and accomplished to bring about shalom to God's people. Those who would put their faith, hope, and trust in His finished work. They will call upon His name, Lord Jesus Christ. Finally, we experience shalom through our spiritual connection with Jesus. The Word of God tells us the promise of God to bring about His work, His work of completion in two ways. Jesus brings about wholeness and well-being and completion both personally within us and also within His creation. He declares these words in Revelation 21, 4-5. It says this, He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also he said, I love this part, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. When God says that something is trustworthy and true, it is. The Prince of Peace wins hearts and grants shalom to us personally. Even as life may become tumultuous, he gives us a peace, His Word promises this, a peace that passes understanding. And when we want to give in to the pressure of it all, to the pressure of life, 
Jesus, Prince of Peace, holds on to us. He is faithful to complete His work of ushering in shalom to each of us who have personally placed our trust in His work. Saying this reminds me of those late 80s worship songs with that airy keyboard fill. You hear Steve Green talk, uh, singing in the background, He who began a good work in you, right? You all got that stuck in your head now for the rest of this evening. You're welcome. That was for free, that singing. <laughs> Jesus' shalom ushering work doesn't just involve us personally. He's promised to complete that work, but also Jesus promises to usher in shalom throughout all of his creation. He said, Behold, I am making all things new. And as we look around our sin-stained, torn-apart world, we can rest in the promise of Jesus. In a year that has been so troublesome, burdensome, and lonely for many of you, God offers shalom, wholeness, and well-being, and rest in His arms. Spiritually, we are connected with Jesus through His indwelling Holy Spirit. The baby that was born in a manger grew into a man, was fully obedient to the law, fully obeyed the perfect plan of His Father. He went to the cross and bore the burden that we deserved, and He rose from the grave. He is alive. He is alive. And He reigns.